This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. Here's my pal, John Carney, Breitbart News Editor, Economics, Finance, co-author of the Breitbart Business Digest. So we'll get a little economic update in the middle of this uh, war. But, um, uh, John Carney, the, as you know, <laughs> the Atlanta Fed is predicting that the third quarter GDP, which will be reported out this coming week, could rise by more than 5% real GDP, more than 5%. Now, I haven't seen a lot written about that, but I think that's going to be a shocker. It is going to be a shocker. Um, a lot of people actually, when that when the number above 5% first came out of the Atlanta Fed a month and a half ago, people said, okay, you know, it's early on. These GDP now <laughs> casts can go up and down. But this thing is stuck. It has been, you know, I think the lowest it's come down to is 4.9. And instead of it coming down towards, you know, 2%, what, you know, the kind of growth we had earlier in the year, what we've seen is all the big Wall Street banks have been ratcheting up their predictions for where growth's going to be. So, you know, they're all at four, between four and 5% now. So I think we're really looking at a, what's going to be a shocking quarter in terms of uh, growth for the third quarter. And, John, I was just looking this morning, in your honor, of course, because I knew you were coming on, the Cleveland Fed now cast inflation. So they're looking for the third quarter, the PCE, personal consumption deflator, of 3%. So let's say that's close to the GDP deflator. So that would be 8% nominal GDP. I mean, that is some blowout for an economy that people thought was heading into recession. Sorry, it's exactly the opposite. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is one of the, I think, the most incredible stories of the year. uh, And a lot of people got it really wrong. They thought that we were headed to a recession, um, you know, as early as the first or second quarter of this year. They said when that didn't happen, they said surely it'll happen in the back half of the year. Instead, what we've seen is an acceleration of the economy. And, yeah, we're growing at a, you know, a nominal, you know, 8% or 9%, which is pretty incredible when, you know, when you look at a lot of the headwinds, including, um, you know, wars going on and, uh, you know, the Saudis doing their best to drive up the price of oil and Biden doing his best to make sure we can't do anything about that. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty incredible that we're growing as fast as we are. Yeah, so, yeah. nominal GDP, 5% real, 3% inflation. This is after two years of monetary tightening. It's not supposed to be that way, John Carney. I mean, really, there's there's a disconnect here. I'm not sure how this gets resolved, and I don't don't know what the Fed's going to do. You you write convincingly that they're not going to raise their target rates. Okay, fine. You have faster real growth. Inflation has come down. Um, it's not that back to 2%. What are they going to do? Well, so they're, 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 they're facing a problem because, as you said, this isn't the way things are supposed to work. <laughs> uh, you know, all of the models say if we raise rates this quickly, we should have brought down nominal growth by a lot. Um, you know, we'll bring, down, we brought, we'll bring down inflation. We should see growth come down. I mean, let's just say that the Fed is right when it says that monetary policy is now restrictive. What do they think growth would be if it wasn't restricted, if it was just, you know, in the middle or even accommodated? Would we be growing 15 percent? This is a pretty crazy situation we're in. The Fed, I think, is perplexed. 
And what we saw last week from Governor Christopher Waller and from Chairman Jerome Powell was them starting to say, yeah, this doesn't make sense. Growth has come up a lot. Inflation has come down. We don't think these two things can continue. The, the, the title of Waller's speech was something's got to give. Mm. And so either uh, we're going to start to see growth fall at a, you know, relatively swiftly, or we're going to see a reacceleration. I called it a second wave mm. of inflation. And, the, and this is making the Fed nervous because, you know, no, nothing that we understand about economics, and I don't care what school you're coming from, says we should be growing this fast right now. Well, if so you want that, yeah. And now, I, my thought here is if you are pursuing supply side policies, which Bidenomics is definitely not, but if you were, you would expect faster growth at lower inflation. Just think about that. That's right. That. This you know, is that's a, absolutely right. We had fast growth at low inflation in the past. It's not really that there's a contradiction. It's just that we're not pursuing the policies that tell us we should be able to achieve that. And the Fed knows this. So what they're saying is, uh, frankly, if that if growth continues at the pace it's going, it's going to reignite inflation, and they're going to have to act to bring down growth. You and I hate to hear that because we do think the economy can grow without inflation, but not under these kind of policies. I do think one of the things that's happened is that the money that they poured into the economy, the, the American Rescue Act, that $1.9 trillion stimulus bill in the very beginning of the Biden administration, that then lasted because they kept the student loans on hold. They, they had the eviction moratoriums. Um, they kept the you know supersized unemployment benefits, pouring money into the economy. I think that that fiscal stimulus has lasted a lot longer than people thought, and it's still driving growth right now. And that's one of the reasons we're having growth be so high. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Yeah, all these Green New Deal subsidies uh, coming into the economy now, or is it yet still in front of us? It's A lot of it is still in front of us. Some of it has already begun because people don't wait till the check is in the mail you know, they see that the check is in the law and they start to build. You know, and so we, we, we've seen that there have been a construction boom in manufacturing plants mm. that are that is going to absorb this subsidy money. And so that so that also, by the way, is a driver of aggregate demand. It, it creates long before it's going to create any supply. And by the way, it's very questionable whether there's a whether there's demand for the supply that that will create. But it's creating demand for workers. It's creating demand for materials. So it's actually contributing to inflation. And ironically, a lot of that was passed under the Inflation Reduction Act. Are we going to have a defense spending boom, John Carney? We are. Look, we actually already have had a defense spending boom. If you look at the durable goods orders, look, a lot of defense spending is kind of secret. You can't quite tell. But the closest we have are 
the defense aspects on the on the on the factory orders lines. And what we're seeing is that is ramped up a lot. And it looks like now it's going to ramp up even more. Biden has another 61 billion he's requested for Ukraine, tens of billions for Israel. Um, so I do think we're going to have um, a kind of war Keynesianism going on uh, over the next year. And that's going to actually make the Fed's job of fighting inflation harder. Usually when you want to have a Keynesian spending boom, it's because the economy is not growing as fast as you want. We have 9%, 8% nominal growth. But you don't pour more spending into that kind of economy. And, John, um, didn't quite finish, but the 10-year note is uh, closing in on 5% and mortgage rates 8%. What's that mean? Yeah, well, so look, the, the 10-year note is telling us that I think that the when the Fed is saying either growth will slow or growth will continue, I think the 10-year note is telling us, no, growth is going to continue very high unless the Fed actually slams on the brakes. That is, and, so, and the Fed right now seems very hesitant. I think the Fed is going to find that it needs to raise rates, probably won't be able to decide to do that, you know, go back to hiking until sometime in March or May of next year, which is very late. But they're, you know, now that they've signaled, no, we think we've done enough, they're going to be hesitant to backtrack on that. So it's going to take several months of data showing that the economy is growing faster than they can. And once we start hiking again, Larry, if we're already at 8% on the mortgage rates, we're going to 9 or 10% once they start hiking again. So we're going to have election year Fed tightening. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Holy cow. That's going to put the Fed in a very difficult position, as it always will, particularly with the Democratic White House, but whatever. Elizabeth Warren for Fed chairman. I can see it all coming. <laughs> all right. There's going to be it's, – it's a tough year for Joe Biden to be running for president because either inflation stays too high, growth crashes, or the Fed hikes interest rates through the roof. So it's going to be a tough year. All right. John Carney, author of the Breitbart Business Digest. Thank you, my friend. Folks, we're going to take a break, and then uh, we're going to go to Israel, talk to Caroline Glick, uh, senior editor of the Jewish News Syndicate. She's going to talk about why we're giving money to Hamas. I don't get it either. I'm Kudlow. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Larry Kudlow. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. 